Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is Russ. This is episode 305. No. Yes, 305. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have with me Aaron Newworth. 305? Yes, 305. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Okay. Jim Dietz. You don't sound very sure. You don't sound sure at all. I, oh. it, it, which is scary because I literally just looked it up and wrote it down in my notes. And when, my, when it came out of my mouth, I was like, is that right? Senior moment. I'm telling you. I'll blame it on the, I'll blame it on the, the microchip. Right. <laughs> those nanites really match your mind. That's up. right. Thank you, Bill Gates. That's right. Dick. And Daryl Taylor. Cooking with Carol. Yes. And a rat. Ratatouille, part two. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like either one of those movies. I don't want rat in my food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're here to talk about The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 21, Diverged. But before you do that, I think... Not should, Divergent. Not Divergent, yes. <laughs> Diverged. The famous, the popular YA uh, uh, fiction series. Oh, no. That they never diverged. finished. Famously unfinished series. Yes. yes. Oh, they never finished that one? They're, the last movie was supposed to, what, turn into a TV show, and then they never did that? Well, they oh. said that's what they said, and then, like, Shane Woodley's all like, I didn't sign up to do a TV show, and guess what hasn't wow. happened for years as everyone else has moved on to bigger movies? Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, we have a little bit of news before we get to the episode. Yes. Just two, two quick things. First of all, uh, Robert Kirkman's other big comic, Invincible, uh, debuted on Amazon, the first three episodes uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And new episodes are coming out after that uh, every Friday. So I was wondering if any of you had seen the first three episodes and what you thought. Not only have I seen the first three episodes, I watched the fourth episode before we started this podcast. <laughs> but, um, well, aren't you special? Yes, I know I am because uh-huh. I'm re- I'm reviewing that show along with this show. Um, uh-huh. But but uh, no, yeah, I've seen the. I'm a I'm a huge Invincible fan. It is pretty much my favorite comic of all time. So being very excited about that, I was very happy to digest these first three very quickly. And uh, yeah, they um, this it does a. I'm very excited about the places it's going to go, just knowing the story, but I'm very happy with what it's given me so far as far as capturing that sense of humor as well as the kind of emotional aspect of it that's very much going to play a big role as we learn more about these characters. I think it's kind of interesting. I don't want to spoil anything, but they kind of um, compressed the timeline of certain events. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've, they've uh, swapped them things to yeah. be earlier. Yes. I thought that was a good choice, actually. Yeah, I'm part of that Amazon preview thing. Mm-hmm. So I had watched it like a year ago, almost. And then you, you know, then you give your little comments and whatnot, and then they go from there, and then they polish it off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it fit the. I mean, I, I, I was one who jumped on it. I think from the first issue, and then I did it all. I collected it all to the end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so you pretty much, I you pretty much know, you know, you know all the story. So I haven't rewatched it since they, you know, uh, put it out. Now I'm, right. I'm probably going to wait because I know. I mean, I pretty much know what the story is going to be, but I would rather watch it in a chunk. I hear you. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me, like the first of all, the the voice cast is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. J.K. Yeah. Simmons and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Sandra O. Oh mm-hmm. and uh, you know always and then like pretty Steven much Stephen Yoon, of course. I, I was going to say next the entire pretty much the entire cast of Walking Dead. I mean, yeah, not much. only Stephen Yoon, but you know, Lauren Cohan, um, Cudlitz, uh, Carrie but Payton, Carrie Payton, and 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 uh, Ross Marquand, and you know, and just a whole bunch of people from there. And then on top of that, you got Mae Whitman and Michael Dorn and Clancy Brown yeah. and, and yeah. Seth Rogen and Mark Hamill, John Hamm. And uh, Jason Manzukis and Walton Goggins, and it's just incredibly well done. I just, I'm really enjoying it a lot. Yeah, it fits it. animated. It, it yes. just fits. So, yeah, wow. definitely does. Uh, I just, uh, J.K. Simmons is really impressing me a lot as Omni Man. I mean, not that he yeah. doesn't always, but I think what helps is that because he's not only a character actor, but also like he's done a lot of like voice work as well he just seems mm-hmm. like in the, in the zone and this kind of like uh what's it cora oh, yeah. yes. for example yes. among mm-hmm. other things i mean he's just it's got it so locked down the other thing we should emphasize is beyond being like a superhero story um it can be incredibly yes. violent and it's very much retained that for this animated series yes. oh um sure in not a way where children yeah it does yeah. not pull its punches so to no. speak literally it goes hardcore <laughs> yeah not not unlike the boys for example except there's this is not a comic that has any, you know, rape <laughs> like yeah. that, like that show does. Right? No, not like that. So it, it's very, it's purely, you know, the MA is purely for violence and language. In this, it's got case. genocide, yes. but no rape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the other interesting news that came out this week: uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, did an interview with Collider uh, this week, mm. and he stated in the interview that the original plan uh, did not involve The Walking Dead being done with season 11. He said the decision apparently came as a big shock to everyone, including uh, Scott Kimple and Angela Kang. They had no idea. Mm-hmm. It came from nowhere. Um, they, he says, uh, quote, I think they had season 11 all mapped out where they were going to go. And then it became, oh, we have to close the story somehow. And then it took a massive pivot during the, uh, the pandemic. Um, he said it was a complete surprise to the entire cast and production that, they were going to, that this was going to be the last season. I can see. Yeah, that. they they pulled a Robert yeah. Kirkman <laughs> yeah. on the Walking art Dead, imitating yeah. life or li- life yeah. imitating art. I guess. Um, no. There's been quite a few shows, though. Uh, not just that that have pretty much pulled the plug. Uh, but do you think? The, do you think it's pandemic. related to that? I because I don't think it's related. I don't to think that. It's, it does, I don't. Yeah, I I, I, I think I, it was a long time coming. I mean, right? The the uh, the ratings were constantly going down, right? It's still pretty highly rated for a cable show, though. Right? Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. think it's a but, pandemic, especially because they're still like they're still making another show. They're making two shows currently, but they're yeah. making yeah. But then it's I mean it's you know the whole thing. You make a new show, you new contracts, new people added with the you know the regulars. It's it's still sometimes better to end the show and then read and then bring a show out of that. Like that's not the there's a couple of CW shows they've done that with too. Where they're ending the show and then something's coming out of that show. But is that pandemic related or just the nature? I think of it's a little bit. Of, I think it's more of of the ratings were in, on top of the contracts were go higher and the ratings go were were getting lower. Um, and then by putting new people in it, 
and then just keeping like one or two cast members from the original show, it it actually makes it a more th- affordable show again. I don't disagree, especially because it's yeah. I mean, people act like years. you know this <laughs> yeah. is like oh my yeah. god, I can't believe yeah. they're canceling. You know, I mean, how many shows get eleven seats? I mean, you there are not a lot of shows that last that long. Um, no, and especially, especially not these drama. days. The the one thing. Yes. Not a, not a genre show like this, and not one that yeah. costs I mean, like Supernatural was the only other too, one but... I can think that's 11 seasons. You know, and what that went 12? And, and and that was just literally them in popsicle sticks. No. I don't know if anyone lasts the last season of Supernatural. Wow. I, mean, I, I never watched a single do, episode. Do you guys think that maybe it's related to the lawsuit? And that. Because it, I mean, if you think I mean, about it, it wasn't too far <laughs> after that that the judge yeah. kind of smacked all them down. Um, that they decided this. So I wonder if it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll end this show. We'll start up a new show where we make sure that it's a separate contract, mm-hmm. separate deal, separate everything, so we don't get hosed like we did right. the last one. I can see that. I mean, I think we'll we'll either not yeah. know or we'll find out in the Tell All Walking Dead book right. from from, from, from <laughs> Carrie right. Payne's diary twenty years later. But I mean, I, for I can't imagine it not being. Every single one of these reasons rolled up into a good reason to you yeah. know, stop this thing while yeah. we're quote unquote ahead. Mm-hmm. Proceed with the you know the movies as well as the Norman the plus the, Norm, the streaming the, deals, right? the streaming deals, and plus the mm-hmm. plus the the Melissa McBride Nor, Der, Norman Reedus contracts. We can just do those and get rid mm-hmm. of you know the other twenty people on our payroll for this thing and yeah. move forward. And again, I right. mean. Look at the comics and look where we are in the story. I mean, there's not much road to to keep rolling on at this point unless you want to keep going past that. And I don't know if you guys have noticed. But that <laughs> you don't say properties that you write beyond. Gee, what you have I wonder to what you could be referring to. <laughs> um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. What's he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking about X Files. Okay. <laughs> Well, that had the same similar yeah, problem. That's, that's I was gonna say, yeah. You keep keep coming up with the examples, probably if we thought yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. That episode, I mean, that was fun. But... Diverged, <laughs> yes. So diverged, huh? Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> the lowest the rated episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who wants to watch a cooking? If we episode? actually got cooking, that might have been more. That might have been more interesting. Zombie <laughs> apocalypse. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, if she had caught that rat, I don't know. Now, if I don't know if everybody knows yes. or not, but next week is the the Negan origin story. That um, would probably, I wouldn't. That that probably would be a higher rated episode. Oh, so hopefully it'll bounce back ratings wise on that. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this episode starts with Carol's recap, and again, these recaps, I don't know what it is about them. They just bug me <laughs> because they they just seem like the most flaccid. <laughs> disinterested reading mm-hmm. I, I i don't get it's it's just the weirdest like disembodied reading of of something like they're i don't know it just it just it just is it's just weird like i don't i don't know maybe it's just me oh no i don't i don't think it's just you it's fine i just don't it's okay don't, yeah. yeah i'm not like down on it or up on it. I'm just yeah. kind of there. I, you I'm know? just going on the fact that they're not going to continue after these episodes. So we'll get yeah. we'll get Jeffrey D. Yeah. Morgan next week, and Russell will be like, you know what, this is the best one yet, and then we'll be able to live <laughs> yeah, that forever. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so all right. So this so once the episode proper starts, it's Carol and Daryl and Dog. Um, 
Right. His dog's, his dog's Day episode. Yeah. Yes, dog's Day out. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Call Joe Mantegna. Dog's Day out here, guys. That's all right. There you go. <laughs> there is my reference for the week. Uh, but this pretty much picks up from the last time we saw Carol and Daryl a few episodes earlier. So this is after their big blow up and they're headed back to Alexandria and um, they kind of get to the literal fork in the road. And uh, Daryl says he's going to stay behind and check a few things out. And Carol's going to go go back and he hands her a knife. Um, so she has has a knife. And well, more importantly, I guess a Swiss Army knife because it it has all the, the the tools. And Dog decides to go with it's. It was really kind of funny because you get to the fork in the road, and Daryl goes left, and Carol goes right, and Dog is literally in the fork in the road, <laughs> and then goes with Carol. Um, the rice. Yeah, yeah. Traitor. And, and it's funny because Daryl didn't even realize it at first, right? Like they're walking, and he looks over and sees the path yeah. Carol's taking, and he looks over and he's like, man. Right. Nice. Yeah, he says nice, yes, yes. He says nice. He's like nice. Um nice. So then Carol makes it back to Alexandria. She sees Jerry, uh offers to help out with the chores and pretty hold, much everything. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First we see Jerry and like everybody watching this show, the few that there were, we're all just like, Yes, Jerry's here. Yes. This is already like a great episode. This was the and high point we get- of the episode for me was seeing Jerry. Well, yeah. Too- Two highlights, uh, and you see him at the end too. Yeah, goes, yeah. Hey, dude. Uh, every every Jerry. Yeah. yeah every, exactly. Yeah. Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude. How do you not want to tell Jerry everything that's wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. I like, felt this like is the guy going, you share with. <laughs> I was like, get a beer, Jerry. Let's sit down. Yeah, that, that, that's the you. true missed opportunity of this episode. Is not about yeah, Jerry. I got a lot of shit to tell you, bro. <laughs> you know? Um, but, but Carol's obviously trying to fit back in mm-hmm. and Jerry's like, no, we're good. No, that's already done. No, we kind of, yeah. yep. Nope. You got under control. Already. Yep. Yeah. And so Carol and Carol's acting very, man, I don't even know how to describe the way she's acting in this episode. She's very subdued and awkward and awkward. Yeah. Just like, yeah. And, and I guess it makes sense she's, because she's over, she's over right. doing it. Yeah, like she's con- she's trying. She's, yeah. comp- she's compensating for right. her own feelings and like how to like mask that, and so it comes mm-hmm. out awkward. She's not that, and person. she she doesn't know, like at this point, right? Where how she or where she fits back into this society, to this to Alexandria. No, she's like a she's like a you know a, a veteran, a war veteran coming home and not knowing how to you know assimilate right. back into society. She can't not fit. being able to react to other people in yeah. a social yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. There's also there's the other thing. Is this the funniest episode of The Walking Dead? Mm. Now, regardless of how much you laughed, this seems it seems like an episode that's very much purposely trying to be a funny episode. Yeah, it is yeah. a weird day in the. It's like a weird. It's like a day in the life episode. Day in the yes, life episode. yes, that's exactly yes. what it is. Like, like normally, a, I, I, like we were talking about these, you know, this pocket season or whatever about uh-huh. not being as plot driven at all, uh-huh. and this is like a great example of that. This is just yeah. like. A day in the life. It has nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. What walkers are here are just kind of incidental and in the yeah. way. And it's just, you know, like a, I don't know. It's almost like a, a like an in-between episode, like in-between things happening. Yeah. I hear which you. Is, which is, I would, I, you know, I, you know, I'm no, I'm no TV maker or whatever, but I would have, I, it would have, it's a lost opportunity not to, I mean, we laugh about you, um, 
our favorite character, but he would fit so well in this mixed in with the other actors. You know, just to have a decompress. Um, we just I just mentioned him. I can't. I'm having a senior moment. Who, Jerry? Her. Jerry. Yeah, having Jerry in, in someone like Jerry being the mix with a bunch of other, you know, with Carol and 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 even Daryl. I would I would have loved to to kind of have that because having the two of the non-talkers of the group, Carol and Daryl, would just have a hard time communicating. Do you mean like just like the three of them? Yeah, just like the three of them interacting with each other. Like just, you know, Jerry kind of get he is a character that can kind of get things out of you because of just how his personality is. And I I wonder what would have could have come out of it because just that little small scene. I mean, we're going to get to it at the end. It was just so much in that little small scene with them that I lit up at the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. some life but I wonder what it could have been if they had you know peppered him in more a little bit in this episode I th- just to, just sorry just to, I just wanted to wrap up my thought on this funny I just I mm-hmm. can't think of episodes that are fun. the only like one that comes close to me is when they first meet Jesus and it's like Rick and Daryl just kind of like rolling down the hill trying to chase after him a bunch like that's the that's the closest oh, one where it's like this episode seems more comedically inclined and obviously the show oh, yeah. is the show is not one that's going for that very often. So it just really stuck yeah. out to me this episode. That's like, this seems like it's trying. That's why I'm not as down on it as I think a lot of our listeners are. It's just, if you're going to get one of these, like, I'm fine with this. Like, I don't really have yeah. much against an episode trying to be a little more loose in tone. And then, so after she kind of meets up with Jerry and then she says, well, I'll go make some food. You know, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. And she tells the story of the stone soup and, and all that. And she kind of goes on her way and Jerry goes on his way. Um, we cut back to Daryl who's on his bike cruising down the road, bike stalls out. He looks at it. One of the hoses broke. Something's leaking out at, at this point, And then they, again, they cut back to Carol. She's in the, her kitchen pantry thing or whatever. Given that the episode was called Diverged, and obviously we get to, we see at the very beginning, like their paths literally diverge. Um, I was wondering if we weren't going to get a thing like, this is one way the story could be told. And then at the halfway point, we get the story uh, as if, if either Daryl decided to go home and Carol uh-huh. stayed, or they both, did, or, or she stayed with him. Like, I just was, I was thinking, well, maybe they're going to do like a weird, like, What's that? What's that movie? Um, sliding doors. Sliding uh, doors. Oh, the same yeah, way. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something like that, where we could see, like, oh, well, this is, you know, this is another way the story could have told out. Or Carol, you know, kind of snaps out of it and is like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't go this way because I can kind of, you know, six steps ahead see how this is going to play out for me, and I'd be better off staying here. I don't know. I just I, I thought they maybe they would do, that way do something if this like wasn't that. Wasn't supposed to be in between episodes? I would think this would be this would have been the time to do it if they were going to do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and that's where I thought like they've been doing kind of experimental, you know, with with cinematography and with some other things. And I thought, okay, you're making an episode literally with three characters. If you decided to to film it one way for half and then basically reuse all of that for the other half, it, again, cheap because you're you're filming in the same right. location and just you know doing different things. Anyway, it was I, I, I overcomplicated this. No, that's all right. I, I hope this is part, uh, part of the plot of the movie. Maybe it's maybe it'll be a time loop movie. <laughs> 
There you go. He has to repeat. Uh, it's a Groundhog Day a la Walking Dead. Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was going to say, I like your idea better, better actually, Russ. So. Yeah. But alas, it wasn't oh. to be. Um, yeah. So Carol's in the pantry. She's trying to to gather up stuff in a pot. She's you know carefully cutting some mushrooms and some some potatoes and things like that. She's going to make this uh, this soup. And, she's going to make um, soup in what is one crock pot for what mm-hmm. has to be like fifty at least people. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that, yes, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, the okay. same thing. Um, everybody gets a gets a <laughs> spoonful. Um, and she hears a bunch of bunch of. I, I wrote in my notes. She hears a ruckus, um, and and goes in there, and dog is is kind of going a little crazy. <laughs> he gets out of the room, runs into the kitchen, somehow knocks over the pot on the top of a uh, table that's like three times taller than exactly. he is. Um, and we find out there's a rat in there. Um, and then, you know, he's he's going for the rat, and then it kind of gives Carol an idea. And she starts to make, she kind of pulls together this rat trap and she's doing her thing with the, obviously with the tool Daryl gave her. Um, did you guys think for a minute, I'm like, she's going to catch that rat and put oh, it in that damn yeah, soup. Like, heck yeah. Like, she's going to take her gun out and start going after, after a bit. And she's turned into a wall. I thought, oh man, oh. Nice. No, feeding the rat to them did not occur to me, Russ. Just putting that out there. Oh, I did. It, it oh man, I thought for sure she's like, I'm a, she's going to put that in the stew. soup. Yeah. Um so obviously she she sets up the trap um and then goes looking for more ingredients. Uh you know, some some vegetables or whatnot and goes kind of out in the carrots and stuff. Yeah. Sees a bunch of walkers and then oh and she she tells the she when she she sets up the mouse trap, she goes to leave, and she's like, See you later, asshole and then she just kind of like gingerly (laughs) walks away. So again, uh uh Aaron to kind of talk to your humor um, aspect of the episode that, I, that was a very like lighthearted kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing as she as she went about her way, um, and then Carol goes after the the group of walkers like she pulls out the knife and she's like okay you 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 know she, just kind of like pointing them out to gingerly uh, walk up and kill them, um, and then we cut back to Daryl who's going car to car. He finds, you know, funny enough, in, in these wood wooded areas, finds these old cars, and he's looking for a replacement hose. So he's kind of going from from car to car to see if he can if he can find a hose. Um, and um, so Carol comes back to the to to Alexandria. She's like all bloody and in a in a mess, and she's got some stuff hanging out of the, out of her little bucket, and runs into Jerry. And it was it, again another funny exchange between her and Jerry. Jerry's like. Yeah. Hmm? You okay? Fine. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm great." Like, "How are you?" Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Well, um my favorite moment in the whole episode is when he gave her the big bear hug cuz it looked yeah, like she needed it. Yeah. You know. Hell yeah. Who could not use a Jerry hug? I, I could use no one. No doubt, man. At least one. Um So then we cut back to Daryl who has the hose, but then he's trying to replace the hose on the bike, but he goes for of course for his knife and he can't find it because he gave it to Carol. Um, they even go so far as to do a little flashback, I guess, to remind us all that he gave Carol this knife that she's been using since uh, since, since he <laughs> gave it to her. But okay. Um, and then he yeah. pulls out his big Rambo knife to cut, you know, the hose that's on the bike. And of course, he can't get in there with it. 
um, to 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 pull it out because the knife's too big. So he starts to push the bike. He's he's just gonna gonna start pushing the bike. Um, and then we cut back to Carol, who's out there fixing the solar panel. So she lifts up the solar panel. She uses the knife to you know rewire it and fix it and get it back running. And she has lights and power in back in her house from this one little solar panel and a car battery. Sure. Um, yeah, of That's course. That's how that works. So we come back to Daryl. He's still pushing the bike. Um, and, of course, he's kind of along the train tracks, finds a bunch of walkers down uh, far away. There's a tree blocking his road. Um, and he pulls out the binoculars, goes towards it. And eventually he comes across, like, I guess he's looking for something that he might be able to find useful on one of these walkers. And he yeah. finds... He's trying to find one of those one of those very convenient yes. knives that... Yes, every walker carries a Leatherman, everyone. Um, So he he comes across one in camo, um, and then the the ditch, and then this is like the typical, of course he's going to fall, and and just at the moment he falls, this walker that's been hung up on this tree branch for probably like a year and a half decides that he could uh, break free and fall on top of him, and hilarity ensues, and eventually um, Daryl kills the, the walker, and Finds a Leatherman in his Real, uh, in his pouch, one of his pouches. Real quick, because this is one where he has yeah. to. Did we talk about the car already? Uh, okay, uh, sorry. Because um, it's a lot of like. One <laughs> thing I liked how they filmed that scene with the car, uh, as far as him being like on a pivot and whatnot. But getting to this, because he like sprained his ankle from that, right? So like, and this is another episode where we have to deal with how do we, you know, get Daryl amidst a bunch of walkers that need to be seen as a threat. So it's it was neat seeing how they filmed this because they're, you're watching Daryl like a you know a forward shot forward shot at him as he's like hustling through on a sprained ankle through a, like a field of walkers that are noticing him. And so it's, it's a clever way to like show that there's people around him without like showing a giant group around him, and you're just focused on like the tiredness and annoyance on his yeah. face as he's going through this like, yeah. crowd trying to get to this one walker. I just, I, again, it's, you know, as far as acknowledging the series uh, way of, you know, dealing with pandemic while field filming, I thought there was, uh, was a creative touch as far as like, how do you, and you, you know, add the noise and everything. It just, it, it yeah. worked for me quite well as far as. Getting right. And even the bit with Carol too, right? Like there's several walkers around her. She kills the one and then yeah. they, yeah. And yeah, they, they show the one, and then you just yeah. get a smash right. cut back to her covered in blood right. walking past Jerry, and Jerry's like, what's up? Yeah. He's like, I'm just, you know, dirty. <laughs> Seems like they get more and more ingenious about how to cut around yeah. the COVID stuff as it goes on. And I mean, mm-hmm. again, yeah. it's not like we haven't, it, it, it's not like this is season one or two, right, where we haven't seen them sure. kill right. walkers a million different times. So for this spat of episodes, for them to kind of cut these corners for, um, you know, for for what we know is a good reason. Like it doesn't. It like I I don't knock it at all for for having to work around that. Because if not for that, we wouldn't even have these episodes to begin with. Like we've mentioned before. So, mm-hmm. um, but he uh, and he does the same thing, right? He kills the one walker. He goes to walk off, and because of the noise and everything, all the walkers that were following him fall down the hill. Like he did. And as he walks away, he says the same. He goes, see you later, asshole. And he walks away. So, again, it was kind of a nice, like, again, the two of them kind of, you know, going through their hardship or whatever. And they they both, you know, kind of have the same little quip as they as they walk away. Um, it shows their kindred spirits. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we go back to Carol. And now that she's back, 
she's in the kitchen with dog and you can see his leg starts to kind of get real twitchy. Like he's, you know, he's, he's all funky. And of course, Carol looks over, sees the rat, the trap is closed and, um, she goes to, to, to get the rat out of the trap and didn't prepare properly. And of course lets the rat go. And it, this rat is huge. Like this isn't like, like a mouse. Like this is a huge field rat. <laughs> like This thing is ginormous. Um, I've seen bigger. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> it's one of those East Coast rats. You know, you get them towards yeah, the mid. And, you know, Jim, Jim and I have spent some time in the country. We've seen some yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I've got a farm. I've got a barn. So, yeah, I've seen some rats. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, he gets he gets loose. He goes back in the hole. And then at first she tries to cover the hole back up again. Um, and then, of course, the lights go out. Like after that, you know, boom, the, the lights go out. And the little pot that she was like, like, a, like a slow cooker or whatever. Why she's cooking this soup in a slow cooker and needs electricity and doesn't just like start a fire? What, like I don't like. I guess that that I am. Yeah, yeah the, do, I didn't think they had like. Do they have electricity? Like, well, she built that, it in that capacity. <laughs> no, no, no. I get that, but like, I don't, never mind. Forget. It. I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I know she built it, but like, I, I just didn't. I agree with Russ. In a just, cave like, with yeah. scrap. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. It, it, yeah, it, I, I guess it's all a trope to get. There's a lot of walking to do to get to the destination <laughs> yes. for Carol's plan here. Yeah. I don't disagree, Jim. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Better. Um, yep. So Daryl, we cut back to Daryl, who's fixing the bike in the dark. <clears throat> um, Carol wakes up. Um, here's the here's the rat, you know, doing its thing in the wall, uh, and then goes out there and just starts. At first, she just she just takes the knife and you know stabs at the at the wall. And then starts pulling away, and then she just starts. She just kind of loses it, and she starts just tearing like just big old pieces, and just tearing tearing the whole whole bit of the wall. Um, and then just kind of stops, and she's she's obviously just having a bad day. Um, so the next day she wakes up, her soup's cooking. Um, Carol's to clean up from her mess, and Jerry comes by. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here we How go. I did him looking around the room yeah like, oh, yeah oh and at first he says he says oh well i, I was gonna come by and um and what did he say he he said uh he, he basically said i you know i'm not gonna lie to you i came by to check on you because it seemed like you know you you're you're not doing well right um and mm-hmm. you know he he just he he said something about um you know, suffer, she, you know, she was like suffering in peace or whatever. And, and, he, and, you know, he even says like, yeah, for me, you know, caring, it's a, it's a problem. And they start talking about Ezekiel and things he would say and, you know, how he did what a therapist would do. It's like you, you, you know, yeah. she's basically had yeah. the worst night and he sits yeah. there and lets her know that it's okay. And it's, then it's he, all right to not be, you know, okay. she says, well, what would you say? And then he just goes up and gives her a big old hug. Yeah. Plus, he says something about broken. Remember, she made that comment about yeah, my best friend. My best friend is probably figured out that I'm, you know, a, like, a best friend would I'm tell you you're not broken, even though everybody else knows that you are. Right. Yeah. That's the Jerry. I, I, that's that's Jerry. I would have rather more conversation with that. That that was the part that yeah. you know. So then, of course, I the rat the most. walks by. Um, Goes on his merry way. Yeah. Yeah. Girl so comes back. Asshole. Hold on. No, the, the rat walks by. 
Mark Wahlberg walks out of the room. You see yeah. Matt Damon's dead body on the floor. Like it's just a nice. lot of like really yeah, obvious the, the symbolism. Wall, watch that not long ago. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dropkick Murphy start playing. So Daryl comes back. Of course, dog goes to him. Um, and then they like, what happened to you? And she's like, ah, oh, the usual. And he's like, yeah, same. With me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. literally what? Yeah, what, what the, the hell, hell happened, happened to you? To you? <laughs> wrote, yeah, the usual. <laughs> um, and then she goes to give him back the knife, and he's like, no, you you keep it. So, to, I, to me, I got the whole like this is they're they're starting to mend the 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 divide, right? Like this is them. Right. You know, they had their they had their moment to blow up. They had their separate ways. Mm-hmm. I think the time apart kind of you know got them to think a little bit about you know uh, you know about how they feel about each other and their situation. And then you know, the right. whole letting her keep the knife was kind of like the okay we're we're on the road back to mending fences here. Plus, I mean, she's had that line earlier, you know, about how she didn't need an apology. She was talking to the dog, I think. Yeah. And was saying, oh, you know, yeah. she didn't need an apology because an apology is just a, just a truce. It doesn't really fix anything. Yeah. And, you know, they don't apologize. Yes. Daryl and Carol don't yeah. apologize to each other. Yeah. They're just, everything's cool, you know, without them having to. Yeah. You know? Real real quick, what does Daryl need to apologize for? I'm just Nothing. curious. Nothing. There isn't. <laughs> no, but I mean, like what? It, it's not like it's a fight where both of them were in the wrong. Like, right? No, no, no. no. I agree with you. Pissed about the bad thing that Carol did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, no, normally when I'm, I mean, look, I've been married a long time. I've apologized many a time, even the, yes, even sir. though I have, I am. I shouldn't you say can that. either be. I shouldn't speak right too loud. My wife can, can hear me, look. but. <laughs> Sometimes you sometimes, gotta fall on your sword. Some, that's all. Sometimes you apologize even that. when that's you're not all. wrong. Exactly. Sometimes oh, it's yeah. for the greater good. Oh, this doesn't not track to me, but they're not married. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not yeah, just married. Like it's that, not just though. married. You know, it's close yeah. friendships can be. Like yeah, that. close yeah. friendships are like that. Right, well, I'm not apologizing <laughs> to Jim's. <laughs> What do you have to apologize for? Exactly, Jim. Did you eat the last of the cake or something? The cake is a lie. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's where we end the episode. Um, That's kind of how things things end up. Yeah. So, what do we give our Buster ratings for this episode? Mr. Daryl Taylor, I will let you go first. Uh... It was a, it was fine. It wasn't a bad episode. It was just, you know, just a day in the life kind of thing. Uh, I'd probably give it a, a, a two and a half. If it had more Jerry, it would probably get a four. Lack of Jerry. Yeah, yeah. they tease me with Jerry. They tease me. Yep. Jim, what do you give it? I give it a two and a half, man. Huh? Very middling episode. Just not a lot to really make it stand out. To, uh, didn't really make a huge impression on me. It just seemed like uh, I, it was, I give it the two and a half. I gave it is because Jerry was back. Yeah, um, that's yeah. pretty much the best thing about this episode. I just really didn't. It didn't really. It, it didn't advance the characters. It didn't give me any more depth. The characters. It just yeah. didn't. It didn't really do anything. So two and a half. Very average. Aaron, I'm a little stronger on a three, just because. Well, for one thing, Jerry goes the long way. Yeah. Um, I like that there is a lot of dog in this episode because that's just fun. But I do like 
once I got into the rhythm, I was like, oh, this is a funny episode. Like, once I, like, that kind of clicked in my head, I was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm willing to go along with this. I wasn't, I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. Yeah, the movie, it, or the show goes in a circle, essentially. We don't get more out of it. There's no, it, it feels like this is exactly what these episodes are designed, designed to do. You can't, because it's not the new season, you can't just forward everybody. So you just have to kind of keep everyone in a holding pattern and do something interesting with it. So from that logic, I'm just like, all right, well, they did something interesting to a degree with it. It's not the best, not the worst. It just kind of sits there and gives me something to be entertained by. So, yeah, I'm going to three busters. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I'm kind of in your camp, Aaron. I, I give it a three. I, I think I think there was more to like than dislike um, in, in this one. So, yeah, that, you know, just... Well, you know, good solid average. Gentlemen, I'm afraid our Facebook episode. group does not agree with you. <laughs> what did they have well, to say? Very aware. They are. They've had some. They had some strong opinions this week. Uh, if you would like to become a part of our Facebook group and join us every week by being part of the show by leaving us your review, Buster reviews, and uh, you know, fear is coming up in uh, was it next week? Isn't it? Isn't it next Sunday? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, it's not right? a back yeah, there's thing. right. Oh, okay. um, you could uh, you know leave your Tobies or whatever else uh, at the uh, Walking Dead TV Podcast Facebook group. It's uh, Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/WDTVPodcast, and you can be part of the show because we will read your comments. Like I'm about to read from Mr. Mike Jones, who wrote in five good dogs out of five just for Dog and Jerry's performances, but. One food ration out of five for everything else. <laughs> I was ready to not even finish this episode, but I honestly wondered if Carol was going to make rat stew or not. Killing walkers, no problem. Killing a rat, no chance. How about Daryl just happening upon two soldiers with supplies? That was some nice plot coincidence, wasn't it? Um, how does he still have gasoline? <laughs> Carol went from being a badass to being downright corny. I don't know how everyone else feels, but the Daryl and Carol show, whatever they're going to call it, isn't looking too good. Uh, Joe Jen wrote in, love dog, hate the episode. I can't believe I sat through that entire episode. Maybe next episode we can watch Carol bake a casserole and we can watch Daryl perform an oil change. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Karina Gayona wrote in, love dog. That's all she wrote. Uh, Tammy Lynn, one buster. I hate to say this, but I was pretty bored. So far, the only episodes I really enjoyed were one more and Splinter. Uh, Brent Jones wrote in, waste of an hour. This was an entire episode that would have been a C-minus plotline in a normal episode. Uh, again, I'm thankful for their efforts in getting us content, but good lord, this was rough. I'd rather have watched an episode of someone else, be it Carol or Maggie, going to Hilltop and just rummaging around to this. At least then we'd get to see what happened to the place from where they cut away mid-battle. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington wrote in, One, I'd have had more fun sat watching and waiting for the rat to be caught out of five. I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad, but you remember that filler episode they had with the fly? This was the Walking Dead version, but we had a rat and a Carol trying to cook up some soup. This is what the Carol and Daryl spinoff is going to look like, and I'll quit at the end of the parent series. Uh, the highlight of this week's episode was a preview for next week's Negan episode. And uh, though, that is the uh, extent of our Buster ratings this week. Um, very vocally uh, not enjoying this week's episode. You know, I can't say I blame them. They have valid points, so. But uh, again, if you'd like to join us and make your voice be heard and be part of the show, by all means, join our group on Facebook and uh, chip in with your uh, your thoughts and comments. Indeed. <clears throat> all right. Well, I guess that brings us towards the end of the episode. So speaking of... Uh, two two quick things, really, really fast, if I may. If you're a friend of... If you're a fan of Mr. Greg Nicotero, uh, producer and, uh, and you know... Uh, uh, 
co you know, whatever you want to call him for Walking Dead, his new season of Creep Show, season two, yeah. debuts the first of April, which as we're recording this is tomorrow. Whoa. So if you are horror inclined, you're a fan of Mr. Nicotero, and you enjoyed Creep Show season one, if you got Shudder or AMC Plus, then by all means Creep Show season two begins tomorrow. And I also wanted to mention the George Romero Foundation as a nonprofit here in Pittsburgh. It does a lot of good work for outreach for local filmmakers, uh, independent film, and things like that. Uh, they are hosting, in the middle of April, a watch-along of Night Riders, which is one of George Ooh. Romero's earlier movies, oh, wow. with, yeah, with uh, Mr. Ed Harris. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, Tom Savini, which already would have been cool, but Ed Harris is going to yes. do it. Oh, man. Oh. Ed Harris, Donald Rubenstein, and Tom Savini are going to be doing the watch-along. Cool. It's on April 24th at 7 p.m. It is free, but they're taking donations. If you go to the George A. Romero Foundation uh, Facebook group, you can see the listing for it there. Uh, it's the 40th anniversary celebration, and like I said, it would be Ed Harris, Donald Rubenstein, and Tom Savini. And having hung out in a bar with Tom Savini a couple times, that is worth the price mission alone, okay? Yeah, so I will I will definitely vouch for that. So if you that are makes, a fan... Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying, that makes me like Ed Harris. So, like, I already really like Ed Harris, and to know like that he's not above talking about Knight Riders just makes him super cool in my book right now. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, all the uh, the Georgia Romero Foundation Network events are free, but they do take uh, donations because it is a nonprofit group uh, promoting independent film in in the uh, southwest uh, uh, Pennsylvania area. So uh, check it out. Like I said, go to the Facebook group, uh, Georgia Romero Foundation uh, online. It's a totally online event, Saturday 24th, uh, 7 p.m. So just wanted to throw that out there for all you Romero fans. Cool. Cool. For sure. Awesome. All right, well, speaking of the internet and places to go, Mr. North, where can people find you? I am all over the place. You can find me hosting my podcast. I host my friend Abe. It's called Out Now, Theron and Abe. It is on iTunes. Whenever we can find podca- uh, podcasts, we just uh, we talk about weekly movie releases, and we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary of doing this podcast. Um, so we did a special bonus episode talking all about that as well, but we also just had our three-hour Zack Snyder's Justice League podcast, and we're I'm super excited to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong this weekend, so I've got a lot of fun stuff coming down the pipe. Also, writing on Wheel of Entertainment, you can find my reviews for Walking Dead and Invincible there, along with all my movie reviews. I'm writing on Wise of Blue for Criterion reviews, mainly, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Awesome. Mr. Taylor? Uh, you can catch me and Jim, uh, along with uh, Donnie Salvo, the comedian, uh, for Nothing's On every week, uh, except we skipped this week, but Players Club is... is- is yep. up for this week, so that uh, took a nice spot for some gaming for a break with TV. Uh, you can also hear uh, me and Russ, along with uh, Hassan and Chris, sometimes uh, talking about the world of Batman. Um, so you can hear that. And uh, right now, with the Mighty Marvel Mix uh, podcast, we're covering the Falcon Winter Soldier episodes weekly, along with. Uh, some Marvel, the Marvel pick of comics that we're reading for that week. So you can catch that all there at TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. Mr. Dietz? Well, as you mentioned, you can check me out every week on Nothing's On, TaylorNetworkPodcast.com with uh, Donnie and Daryl. And like he also mentioned, the Players Club, our monthly look at video games, went up last week, so you can check that out. Um, there at TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. You can follow me on the Twitter at Yodis. And you can stay tuned here, com. 
for the Walking Dead TV podcast, and like Mr. Taylor said, over at Gotham by Geeks, which is a lot of fun talking Batman. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back for the finale of this uh, season 10C next week, which is our Negan Negan and uh, Negan and Mrs. Negan uh, episode next week. Um, it's the Negan. So we'll it's the Negan. It's the most Negan. All the Negans. <clears throat> um, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, watch out for the rats. Mm-hmm.